Hi everybody, and welcome to the first ever episode of Rewind. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe I'm saying that. I'm so excited. Speaking of excitement, I cannot wait to get into this episode. I think you guys are really going to love our first guest. So without further ado, let's head into it. All right, folks, it's time for me to introduce the first ever guest on the pod. So let me tell you a little bit about her. She is a third year student at the University of Georgia. She's majoring in entertainment media studies with two certificates in music business and new media. And she's the president of the UGA Entertainment Industries Club. But more so than that, she is one of my friends that I love so dearly. And she is kind, hilarious, intelligent, beautiful inside and out, and just everything I want to be and more. So please welcome Timmy Mead. Hi, guys. It's just us clapping. <laughs> There's no one else in this room. It's just yeah. me and Riley hyping myself up because I'm yeah. a narcissist. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I mean, I can't think of a first guest who would be better, you know? Oh, same. I can't think of this. Is my first podcast I've ever been on. I don't, I wouldn't... I wouldn't want to be on anyone else's. We're doing it together. Look at us. Ugh, we're awesome. Okay, well, I mean, you know the deal of the podcast. I told yeah. you about it. I'm excited. This is a cool podcast idea. And me and Riley, we always talk about music and stuff. Like, we've been to, I feel like you're my concert buddy, honestly. Yes. We've gone to, what is it? We were supposed to go to Harry Styles together in Paris. That was tragic. I had a little incident. I was stuck in the south of France, you know, casually. Boo. And I hate when that happens. Ugh, right? And there was a train strike. Ugh, sucks. Um, and I couldn't make it to Paris on time to go to Harry Styles with Riley. And so that was her first concert. Yeah, and so, ever. Yeah, and so we made, we made it up, and we went to 40 Watt together a couple of weeks, to go, weeks ago to see Clover County and Crybaby and Echo Locations. Um, and Delwater Gap. And, and Delwater Gap. That's who we also saw. Yeah. We're, we're madly in love with him. Yes. Um, so thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, has music always been an integral part of your life? Honestly, no. Um, I feel like, so growing up, I'm the child of a deaf adult. Mm. Like, I have a mom. Sorry, of course. I have a mom. Duh. Um, <laughs> but she's... <laughs> She's, I have a deaf mom, mm -hmm. and so obviously she never listened to music, and so I was never exposed to, like, that much. Mm -hmm. um, if I was exposed to music, it was more so for my dad, and it was a lot of, like, country music, which I don't mm. think really counts. Honestly, music was not that, didn't play a big part of my life until, like, high school, um, because I connected over it with, like, my friends, because they would harass me yeah. um, over only listening to country music, and so they exposed me to, like, more indie, indie like rock music and stuff. And so um, I would say my friend Alexis played a big role in that. And that's when I started like connecting with it more. Because honestly, I don't relate to country music at all. I was going to say, you don't strike me as a country music person no. at all. No, we don't talk about that version of myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So you want to move on? Yeah, let's go. Well, actually, we're going to stay on that topic. Because <laughs> the first question I have is, if you could travel back in time to your childhood home, what's the song that you would have heard the most? Mm. Okay, there's two that come to my mind. The first one is Knee Deep by Zach Brown Band. Mm. Um, I have like vivid memories of driving in the car with my dad to that song. And I don't know, it just has good vibes. Like it reminds me of the beach, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm from the Jersey Shore. I'm from a beach town. And so it just, I don't know, it reminds me of it. Also, it was in the movie like, uh, what is that dolphin movie? Dolphin Tail? Dolphin Tail. I think it's in Dolphin Tail. Oh. I think. I think. So, Look at that. Um, yeah, that reminds me of my childhood a lot. But also, Shark in the Water by Vivi Brown. Did oh. you watch any Nickelodeon growing yes. up? Yes. Okay, so like during the commercials, they would like play like Degrassi, like whatever, Degrassi teasers for the season. And there's like a collab <laughs> that they did. And like the music video to that song is Degrassi. Oh. Um, and my parents, my dad, like, literally refused to let me watch it because, like, it was a little scandalous. You know? Oh. Exactly. Dear. So, like, that <laughs> music video is, like, ingrained in my mind, and I'm also obsessed with that song. So when I hear it, it takes me back a little bit. What about yeah. you? Oh, I don't know. This podcast about you, not no. me. Yeah. <laughs> it's about us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to think about that one. Come back to me. Gotcha. Okay. All right, the next one. What song makes you smile ear to ear every time you hear it? 
Okay, I have a couple of answers to this one. So, um, first, like, the one that first comes to my mind is Welcome to New York by Taylor Swift. Mm. Like, not only is it the opening track to her best album, 1989, but I feel like there's a lot of optimism to that song. Yeah. And every time I, like, enter a new situation or I move into a new place, I always listen to that because as scary as it can be to, like, not know the future, it's also a little bit exciting. And oh. so I'm, like, I'm looking forward to the day, like, I move into my New York City apartment and I can, like, play that song and, like, finally relate to it in the way that she does. Um, that song makes me, like, very, very happy. I and love then, that. Thanks. It's so cute. <laughs> and then I have two other ones that, guys, by the way, I wrote all these down. I'm not, like, ripping these. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying these yeah. off the dome. She prepared. Yeah, I prepared. I did my homework. Um, there's one. It's called 1980s Horror Film by The Wallows. I love that it's song. It's so good. It's so it's good. It's because the twist at the end. You know what I mean? Yes. I love when songs can, like, sort of bring you along for a story, like yeah. a ride, and they're not, like, I don't know. Some songs are, like, too deep, like, they're too close to home, but that one is just kind of, it's just whimsical. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very fun. Exactly, exactly. So that one, um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Did you have another answer? Is that the last one? That's what, I have another answer, but I'm going to save it for later. Oh. Just because, you know, I'm okay. a surprise. Yeah. Keep him holding on to something. All right, this song is impossible not to dance to. What is it? Okay, every time I go downtown, specifically church, not mm. not like the religious place, but like the bar church, mm-hmm. um, they always play Just a Girl by No Doubt. Oh, yeah. And that song, yeah. like, something like overcomes me. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> um, so I love that song. And then also Boys by Charlie XCX. Yes. It's so good. Like, no one talks about how powerful that song is. Yeah. Um, do you have chess? I don't. Okay. She's a seen? professor. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Chess is a professor in the EMST department. But for our first, like, homework assignment, we had to watch Promising Young Woman. Have you seen okay. that? I haven't. Okay, so, like, the opening scene is two boys by Charlie XCX. And I literally, like, I've never, like, danced or, like, smiled really when watching a movie. I only watch, like, really devastating things. Um, <laughs> and so that was, like, really cool. You know what yeah. I mean? So I, th- I think of that oh, as a good time. I like that. What about you? Probably Rockin' Robin by Michael Jackson. That's a good one. Yeah. That, <laughs> that one reminds me of Easter. You <laughs> know what? I can honestly relate to that. Maybe it's the whole bird thing. And I, like think, the egg. I think it is. I had the, I had a toy when I was little, and you'd click it, and it'd be like, <laughs> freak out, and it was, <laughs> it was really cool. Wow, that sounds awesome. <laughs> okay, speak of the devastating movies that you like to watch. Oh, yes. This song makes you cry every time you hear it. Okay, I actually... So, Riley, she sent me some of these questions beforehand, and this one stuck out to me because I have a playlist of just songs that make me cry like mm. every time I hear them. And the cover is a DM that I sent to Billie Eilish and it's me sobbing. And all it says is, this is your fault in all exclamation points. <laughs> and it was the second I heard the 30th by Billie Eilish. Um, that song is crazy. And the reason why it hit so close for me was because I have a little... I have a little story to tell. Oh, tell it. Um, there was, during the pandemic, I, my, oh, this is going to sound really dramatic, but, like, my mom almost died. Oh, wow. <laughs> that sounds crazy to say, but the, um, there was a very weird story. There were, like, two days of chemistry that I slept through, and then I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to, like, get my stuff, like, I need to get my shit together. So I, like, on this third day, I, like, woke up early, and I, like, went down to my kitchen, and my dad, like, had some music playing, you know, country music, mm-hmm. boring. So I was like, I need to get out of here. <laughs> and so I, like, walked into, like, this, like, my living room. And I heard, like, my dog, like, barking or something. And I was like, oh, like, Fozzie wants to play. Mm-hmm. Like, so fun. And so I, like, walked into my, my mom's room. And she was, like, laying on the ground with, um, like, my dog near her. And the Roomba vacuum was, like, sucking up her hair. And, like, she couldn't move. And I was like, this is, like, it's, like, a shock Thing, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she she had a stroke and so her body was like paralyzed and wow. she can't yell because she's deaf. And so my mind I called my dad in. We like we called 911 obviously. Like she got the help she needed, but I kept thinking like, "Oh my gosh, what if what if I didn't sleep through chemistry?" Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, what if I stayed in my bed upstairs and didn't come downstairs this one day because it was a really major stroke, but because like I came down for whatever reason that day. Like, she was able to, like, get medical assistance in time. 
Um, wow. And so I listened the, the 30th by Billy. It's about like a car crash and there's like one lyric and it's like, what if it happened to you on a different day on a bridge where there wasn't a rail in the way or a neighborhood street where the little kids play or the angels crest in the snow or the rain? What if you were alone, there were kids in the car, something? Uh, if you changed oh. anything, would you not have survived? You're alive, you're alive, you're alive. And like it gave me chills. I, was I like, just got chills. Yeah. That's crazy. It, that that song is bars. Um, but <laughs> it was so interesting because I was like, it's if, if if anything changed the past three days, like the three days where I slept in, I was so frustrated because like I was missing tests, I was missing quizzes, but it was all worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at once I found her, um, like I was so happy that I slept through like my exams those right. three days. You know what I mean? Right. So it was that song like really. Um, gets to me because I just can't imagine a world without her. You know what I mean? Mm. And like, oh, that I'm makes just, me so my sad. dog is probably like traumatized. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Not even by the stroke, right. just from the Roomba. Like, I've never seen him get so close to it. Oh, you know? wow. That's what a story. I, I mean, know. I know. It's, it's, it's sometimes, you know, when you listen to a song and the lyrics like just hit too close to home. Yeah. You're like, there's no way that this has happened to someone else. Uh-huh. I thought this was just my thing. Yeah. Uh, that song is, like... Makes you feel less alone. Yeah. But I'm also, like, it sucks that someone else also has those thoughts. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I really wish Billie Eilish didn't, I don't know, have someone in her life get in a car accident and, like, yeah. worry about that. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And that song also, too, made me so grateful for my mom. And I think that's, like, like one of the great things about her music is that I just, I'm so, as devastating and, like, sad as her lyrics are, like, they just make me appreciate those around me, especially my friends, because we all are drawn to her music, and we can talk about our own experiences. Yeah. um, And how they, like, sort of remind us, um, how her songs remind us of that. Yeah. I think sadness is a beautiful thing. Exactly. And we don't talk about it enough. Exactly. I love being sad, personally. Yeah. (laughs) It makes you see the world differently. I think it's important to be sad. I know, but sometimes it gets, like, way too much. Yeah. And, like, and that's one of those things. It was, like, this is totally unrelated, but, like, last year, I was, like, really, really sad. Like, I was, like, I would, I wouldn't say I was, like, depressed last spring, but, like, I wasn't doing anything to make myself happy. Mm. So, like, I would, like, wake up in the morning and immediately put on, like, Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers (laughs) on, like, the 30th. Right. And all these other super sad songs. And something that, like, I was, I think that, like, fueled the fire a little bit. Yeah. Um, But something that I've been doing this year is, like, I do sort of have a playlist of, like, hopeful songs and happy songs I put on right in the morning. And it's so stupid because it's, like, obviously that's going to make you, like, I don't know, set the tone for the rest of the day. But, like, it genuinely helps me. I have that, too. I have to listen to upbeat, happy music Mm -hmm. in the morning or else I'm off on the wrong foot. Yeah, and it sucks, too, because I feel like... I feel like sad songs have the best lyrics, you know what I mean? I totally agree. And I'm a lyrics person. Like, when I hear a song, I always tell my friends this. I could listen to a song that sounds horrible, but if there's one lyric that sort of resonates with how I feel, like, it will be on my Recedify. Yeah, I'm listening to it. That being said, my Recedifies are gorgeous and the most (laughs) well-curated pieces of music ever. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But it's, I kind of wish that the, like, I don't know, the lyricism, what is it? Like, the... I wish I wish happy songs were as genius as sad songs. Because mm. I don't know. Yeah. They're not they're not there for me. That's yet. true. There are certain kinds of songs that I think have better lyrics. Yeah. Sad songs being one of them, the other ones being love songs. Yeah, so, yeah. I yeah. agree. Love songs, those I don't really listen to those that much though, personally. I don't either because I can't relate to it. Exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. I need to relate to a song for me to like replay it. Mm-hmm. I can't just listen to a song because it sounds cute, because I want to, like, tap my foot to it, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, it needs to remind me of something that's happened to me, or something that I predict will happen to me. Yeah, that's the thing, the predicting what yeah. will happen is what I hope for. And that's, and that's like, why I said, like, welcome to New York earlier, because it's, like, yeah. I know that there's going to be one point in my life, like, that I'll be able to, I don't know, relate to it. It yeah. keeps me hopeful, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm ever going to get married, so I don't listen to <laughs> sad, uh, love songs. You okay, know? real. Unless, unless we get married. Oh, Okay, let's make a marriage pact. <laughs> wait, wait, did you see the UGA marriage Yes, party? I did. Did you sign up for it? I haven't yet, should I? I did it. Oh, okay, I've got to do it, it too. I was asking weird questions, though. I was oh, like, really? All my, I sent it to my friends, because just because I feel like all girls are going to, like, sign up for it. Yeah. 
but it was asking like kind of weird questions and like none of my friends did it because they were like I don't want it to steal my information yeah fair but, yeah like it's not that deep okay in my mind all right I gotta do it I guess love's in the air this time of year exactly speak of love in the air Ooh. what's the most romantic song you've ever heard okay there's a couple that come to my mind Love songs, just Lana Del Rey in general. Mm. Um, I will say listening to her at such a young age definitely like was not good for my developing brain. However, <laughs> however, there are some songs now where I'm like, okay, this is actually like very romantic and lovely. So, um, let the light, let the light, let the light in, let the light in. With Father John Misty, Father, yes, yes, yes. That song is like. Hypothetically, if I did have a wedding and I had a first dance, that would be it. Um, no question. I love that answer. Uh, it's so good. And then also, like, lo- she has a song just called Love and, and Video Games. We know that. Like, they played that. Christian, she opened for Del Water Gap, and she played Video Games uh, by Lana. And it was so good. so good. And that's also one of those things. You know when you, like, obviously when you put on Lana Del Rey on your phone, like, it's great. But when you are in a grocery store and you hear Lana Del Rey or like someone performs it and you weren't expecting it, it's hit so much different. Yeah. That was like one of those things where I was like, oh my gosh, like this is the greatest song I think of our generation. Ever. Yeah, ever, <laughs> ever. But other love songs, I think um, Dead Sea by the Lumineers. Mm, I actually am not. So have you ever heard of it or just like I mean, I actually do like the Lumineers, so I don't know yeah, why I haven't no, heard that song. They're so good. The he, he, Wesley is the, the singer of the mm-hmm. Lumineers, and his wife is Brandy, I believe that's her name. Um, and when he proposed to her, he wrote that song because she once said, like, uh, you're like my dead sea, like, every time I'm, like, sinking or whatever, like, you lift me up. And so that's what the whole song is about. It's, like, the most beautiful metaphor ever. So yeah. Like, like the dead sea. I'm not going to sing on this podcast, but, like, you told <laughs> me I was, like, the dead sea. You'll never sink when you're with me. Oh, my. oh, Lord, I'm like the Dead Sea. And so that, I'm like, I remember I listened to that song once. And I was like, I really hope, this is so f- corny. Um, I was like, I was like, that would be so cool if I found, like, someone who I could call my Dead Sea. And I, for so long, I associated Dead Sea with, like, a romantic partner. But I've honestly found, like, the Dead Sea and, like, the people who lift me up and just, like, my platonic friendships. Oh. So, like, honestly, like... You kind of remind me of that song. Oh, stop it. And I don't know if you've met my friend Heath, but he's, like, Love definitely, yeah, he's definitely, like, my dead sea. Like, every time I call him or hang out with him, any feelings of, like, sadness or whatever, he just, he makes me so happy. And you have, you have the same energy. Thanks. You have that effect on me. Stop it. Oh. <laughs> no, I think, I think mm-hmm. platonic relationships are just as romantic I as... think they're more romantic honestly oh, romantic like I do kiss my friends on the lips sometimes but like <laughs> they're more fulfilling definitely yes you know what I mean yeah because you know that those are you know they don't have a time stamp on them exactly exactly I always get I like I'm really hesitant to enter like romantic relationships just because I associate them with like an expiration date me too and I don't know just my friendships are more fluid you know what I mean mm-hmm. like we're more I just trust girls more than I would with a guy. Yeah. So. It's easier to bond sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I also just don't think I could ever have this conversation with a man. That is so true. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> okay. I have another song that makes me cry every time. But okay. it's not because it makes me sad. And I was actually talking about this with my grandma today, but it makes me so happy. Oh. Um, Friday, I'm in love. But covered by Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, um, yeah. That song, just because all of Phoebe's songs are usually very depressing, and so when I saw that she covered the song, which is pretty hopeful, I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I know this is going to be good. But there's a specific uh, verse in that song, and it says, it's like such a wonderful surprise to see you eat in the middle of the night. You can never get enough, enough of this stuff. It's Friday, I'm in love. And the reason why it makes me cry, like I feel like, if someone heard those lyrics, they'd be like, okay, like, what? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. are, but that, I like when songs paint an image in my mind. And so when I hear that, it, like, takes me back to when I lived with my grandma for a summer. And, like, I, my kitchen was, like, my kitchen. My room was attached to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And right when I was about to go to bed every night, I stay up really late. I would hear, like, little noises in the kitchen. And I would be, like, the first time it happened, I was like, what is that? Like, is it a mouse? Like, I don't know. So I 
walked out and like I saw her. She didn't see me, but she had a huge chocolate cake and she was like <laughs> eating it so happy. Like she'd had no guilt or anything, just grinning, eating it. And I was like, this is like the cutest thing ever. And then I found out because I would come out at like the same time every night and she would just be like, like Oreo. We had this conversation. I told her today that the song reminded me of her, but she would eat like Oreos and cake and all these things. And I feel like something that I've struggled with is like feeling guilty when I eat something that isn't totally. necessarily like good for my health. Mm-hmm. And so to watch her like treat herself so shamelessly, like when I hear the song, it reminds me of that. And it makes me cry because I love her so much. And I want to like view my body and like, I don't know, indulge in the same way that she does. That's going to make me cry. It's Dang. so, it is so, I remember I told my friends about this and they were like, what is like, we don't understand the song. And I was like, you wouldn't get it. I was like, you have to live with your grandma for a summer for that song to hit you like it hits yeah. me. Because I feel like everyone has a song that, like, it makes them cry for with like without it, whoa. Without and it making sense to other people. Exactly, exactly. It's very, like, a niche, I don't know. It's too, it hits, like, it's too relatable. Yeah. In a way. That's a beautiful one. I love that Thank story. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, now we're completely switching the topic. Let's switch. I guess we're not, because maybe it's... That's a happy sad, but this yeah. is, like, a legit sad. So what song got you through the most difficult period of your life? Okay. This, okay, I told you a little bit earlier that last spring I was super, I'm not going to say depressed, but I mm-hmm. was not doing well. Right. Um, and the reason was that I was only listening to Boy Genius mm-hmm. and Pink Bridgers and all of that. And the one that, the one song that really got me through that time was Letter to an Old Poet by Boy Genius. Mm-hmm. So I rem- that I remember the album came out and I was a little scared to listen to it because I was just like, oh my god, this is gonna this is gonna like send me over the rails. Like right. I was sometimes <laughs> sometimes like mentally I'm so bad that I won't listen to a song just because I know that it won't be good for me. Yeah, that's like like Marjorie by Taylor Swift for instance. Mm. Like I can't listen to that song because I don't want to imagine a world without my grandma. Yeah. So I'm like, no, like we're not going to Let's listen. not go there. Let's not go there. But this song, Letter to an Old Poet, is about, it's about a dom- domestic, like an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And I've never been in an abusive relationship, thank gosh. But um, the lyrics sort of take someone off of a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And that was something that I really needed to do during that period of my life. And so hearing Phoebe Bridgers be like, you're not special, you're evil. You don't get to tell me to calm down. All of these lyrics that were just so simple, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to do these things that she's doing, yeah. and I did. And then the person who was like inadvertently ruining my life, slowly I took them off this pedestal, and like I got better. Ah, so, uh, Phoebe set you free. Phoebe set me free from the chains. <laughs> wow, I love that. Yeah, and there's I'm actually getting a tattoo. Um, my 21st birthday is in, on November 15th, so in about a week, I'm getting a tattoo from this song, and it's going to be of a, a little dog on a moon, because at the end, she calls back to another Boy Genius track called um, uh, Me and My Dog, mm-hmm. and they're a little unrelated, but at the end of Letter to an Old Poet, she says, you're not special, you're evil, you don't get to tell me to calm down. You made me feel like an equal, but I'm better than you, and you should know that by now. When you fell down the stairs, it looked like it hurt, and I wasn't sorry. I should have left you right there with your hostages, my heart, and my car keys. And then she proceeds to say, "Um, I want to be happy. I'm ready to walk into my room without looking for you. I'll go up to the top of our building and remember my dog when I see the full moon. Then the outro is, I can't feel it yet, but I'm waiting. And so... I just got chills again. It's so good. good. And if you, like, um, I remember I was listening to the album all the way through, and it had the beat of Me and My Dog, which is my favorite song by them, Mm -hmm. and it's about her experience with an eating disorder. And so I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is her seeing, like, seeing a hopeful future amidst of all this, like, I don't know, tragedy. And so I was like, I'm going to just tomorrow I'll try to find something good in the day. Yeah. And then it slowly started to work. Not to say I'm like the happiest person ever, but I'm definitely in a better place than I was like last March and last right. May. Can changed it all for me. Uh, love <laughs> I man. needed to get out of the country. <laughs> <laughs> Best trip ever. Oh, I hope Phoebe Bridgers hears this. This yeah. is crazy. Do you, do you listen to her? Yes. Okay, okay. Love That's, her. She's, 
I remember I was like, cool people listen to Phoebe Bridgers, so I'm gonna listen to Phoebe Bridgers. And I would like, every night, like put her music on shuffle. And I didn't like it at first, but eventually I started to like it. Yeah. I didn't like it at first either, mm. and now I'm addicted. Yeah, it's no. It's so good. It's so good. But I will say, she needs to release me new music because I'm getting a little tired. <laughs> yeah. We need some new stuff to exactly. add to the show. Boy Genius just released like a little EP. And oh, it's not I my, heard it's it. definitely good. It's just not my favorite mm. of what they released. Right. It's, it's just because I don't relate to it. Right. You know, there are love songs on there. Ugh, tough. Tough. One day, one day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Since we're concert buddies, I felt that oh, this song yeah. was fitting. <laughs> what's the best song you've ever heard live? And was it the technicality that made it great or the experience? I have three answers for this. So oh, I've been please share. Like, essays to no, I love them. I love them. That's what I want. Okay. So the most recent concert I went to was with Riley, and we went to Del Water Gap. And he is amazing. He's mm-hmm. perfect. Yep. I love him. And he performed Perfume, which is, like, a really, like, upbeat, dancey song. And he, like, jumped into the crowd. Yeah. Like, the energy was just so good in 40 Watt that night. It was night. amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't know, something, I feel like everyone would agree with this, like, smaller venues are just better, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because I feel like, like, the artist isn't, like, 10, 100,000 feet away from me. Like, yes. I can see him, we're making eye contact, like, mm-hmm. you know. So that was really, really cool. Um, I have, like, three other ones. So Go for it. There's a venue in my town called Stone Pony, and it's, like, they have a summer stage, and so you can pay to go in the stage, or what me and my friends do is we sit on the boardwalk, and we watch it. Yeah. And so Phoebe Bridgers came once, and I heard Waiting Room Live. And oh. none of the people I was with knew who she was, because she was still kind of, like, low-key at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just sobbing. And they were like, can you grow up? And I was like... <laughs> you don't get it. I was it. like, you don't, under- you don't understand. Yeah. That was definitely, like, one of the most profound concert moments. Um, but also I heard um, the Lumineers came to my... Came to one of the concert venues where I live, and... That kind of sort of reminded me of 40 Watt because it was so big, but I just feel like Lumineers fans are, like, they all just treat each other like buddies, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I had a video camera there, and, like, people were, like, taking it and, like, saying stuff to it. So that was really cool because I went in with a bunch of strangers around me, mm-hmm. and then I felt like I kind of knew everyone. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Um, that does sound like And fun. then there was another one. There was, at the same venue, the Stone Pony, mm-hmm. I went, me and my friend Lydia, we were walking in Asbury Park, and we didn't know there was a concert happening this night. And it was hmm. an Eli Young band. They're a country band. Okay. But they were singing and whatever. And they have a song called Love Ain't, and it's just kind of, like, dancey. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And me and my friend Lydia, we were waiting, waiting in line for this taco stand, and we just started, like, swing, da- swing dancing, like, on the boardwalk. Like, we just did not care what anyone thought of us. Uh-huh. And it actually turned out that, like, everyone around us was also dancing. Yeah. But that was, like, just a very cute friendship moment. Yes. Like, I'm kind of in love with my friend Lydia. Oh, that, <laughs> yeah, that. I would be, too. No, it was it was awesome. That's so sweet. What about you? How was, what, what's, the, what's the record now? It's Harry Styles, Del Water Gap, Clover. Clover County, that's it. What memories come to mind? The first one I thought of, as soon as you said the 40 watt, I thought of Quilt of Steam. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, man. That's... When Del Water Gap sang that live, mm-hmm. I was taken away. Yes, no, that song is... Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Amazing in every way. Live and on the record. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's great. All right. Back to you. What song do you think doesn't get the respect it deserves? Mm. Lord released her recent album. It doesn't, in, in whole, it does not get the respect it deserves. I agree. And are you familiar with the song Big Star? I'm actually not. Okay. This song is, this song is crazy. So it, it's about like how grateful she is for her dog because like she wasn't taking care of herself but obviously like she she was willing to neglect herself but she wasn't going to neglect a dog and so she would like take the dog out for walks and when she was outside she started to notice like the beauty of nature and like start talking to people and the one lyric that I think is the best lyric I've ever heard in my life is everyone knows that you're too good for me don't they I'm a cheater I lie and I'm shy but you like to say hello to total strangers. And and then it, and then she proceeds to say, I can't believe I used to stay inside. And then she says, baby, you're a big star. You're a big star. Want to take your picture. And then she oh. says, I toss up if it's worth it. Now every time I get on a plane, I've got so much to tell you and not enough time to do it in. this. It's <laughs> like when you have a dog, you are aware that there's an expiration date, that the dog isn't going to live like forever. It's the worst feeling exactly. ever. Exactly. And... 
I fail to realize that with, like, the people around me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Like, every time, like, I don't know why. Like, my dog would, like, wake up and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, we're, like, one day closer to his death. But, like, I never say that around, like, other people. Mm -hmm. And so this song made me sort of just be thankful for, like, all the people that I do hang out with and, like, all the people that text me and just, like, it reminds me that, like, nothing is forever, so I need to, like, tell people that I love them, as corny as that is. No, Um, it's real. Yeah, yeah, and so my, like, when I heard this song about her dog, I was like, oh my gosh, like, my dog has done so much for me. He says hi, I want to be like my dog. He goes up to total strangers and says hi, Yeah. and, like, people take his picture, and he's a celebrity, and, like, I want to be like that, (laughs) like, but (laughs) he was, like, I don't know, that song, she's grateful for her dog, and... I don't know any other song like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. What songs talk about, like, loving your dog? That's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone should listen to this song. I my, um, I don't have the voice of the Lord to sing it, but also just the <laughs> instruments are really good. Oh, I'm excited to listen to that yeah. one. Yeah. Ugh. What, what, what songs do you think are overrated? Uh... Wait, underrated? Uh, Under- oh. Wait, what is No, don't get the respect oh, yeah. it deserves. Mm. Maybe Everything's Not Lost by Coldplay. I don't think I've heard... I'm not really familiar with Coldplay's discography. You see, I'm not either, but this one song... I could use this song as an answer for a lot of these questions Mm -hmm. just because it's so hopeful, and he's talking about how when you're feeling down, everything isn't lost. Right. And at the end, he has this line that's... I don't remember the whole lyric, but he says, Life is for living. Mm. And it's so basic, but it just hits every time. But also, Coldplay Coldplay is, like, known for having, like, the best... Like, all of their instruments are so overwhelming and I feel like like I just feel like I'm on another planet when I hear it so I I understand how great lyrics and also the other aspects like would and it doesn't get the respect it deserves I think that one doesn't get the respect because when he says that line at the end it's just him singing there's no oh that's powerful yeah (laughs) whenever artists take the um like it's just kind of silent and it's just their voice that always like yeah it's me it's different yeah and I think that, that people don't like that song if they're Coldplay fans because it's so different. Mm. But I'm a fan. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the artists that I listen to, like, I get made fun of sometimes by my friends because they're like, oh, or like, not to talk about Phoebe Bridgers again, but I feel like people sometimes, like, hate on Phoebe Bridgers because all of her songs sound the same in quotation Lies. Yeah, it's lies. But I feel like people say that a lot, of, too, about Coldplay. Yeah. Just because, like, they are very, like, I don't know. They're kind of like dramatic in a, in a good way. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've not, I don't listen to that much Coldplay. I don't either. Maybe I should listen to more of that. That's why I've. I would never admit this, and I can't believe I'm admitting this on a podcast. <laughs> but I like. I do want to go to a Coldplay concert. You no, know me I mean? too. I just think it's kind of embarrassing. So maybe we can go and we don't have to tell anyone. Concert buddies, secret concert, concert buddies. buddies. You guys don't know this. Though. Yeah, no, we're gonna go and not tell you. <laughs> okay, what song do you think is overrated? Something in the Orange. And I can totally agree with that statement. I hate that song. I just don't like it. Yeah. I mean, he's a very talented artist. Is that Zach Bryan? Yeah. Okay. I can't deny that he's very talented. It's just not for me, you know? No, I agree. I He has other songs that I really, really like. Like, yeah. El Dorado. Like, his recent album is so good. Yeah. El Dorado. I mean, uh, <laughs> I can't think of any other ones. No, I know what you but mean. But he has songs that I like, and it's just that one. Uh, yeah, I don't understand why that's his number one song. Yeah, exactly. Is that a cover, or did he write that? I don't know, but I want to say he wrote it. Yeah, like, it's always a skip for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What song has been ruined for you because of a bad experience? I have two answers. I have two. I have two answers with pretty good stories attached to Oh, I'm excited. So the first one is Your Love is My Drug by Kesha. It's an amazing song. Yeah. But for some reason, I associate it with my first dog, Muttley, dying. Like, I don't know why. I do not know why. I just remember Muttley died, and then I immediately put on that song after to, like, like get me, like, excited or, like, just happy. I was, like, seven years old. And so every time I hear it now, I just, like, picture him, like, old and deceased and, like, wrinkly and gross. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't want, like, I don't want to listen to it. Yeah. I have done some, like, exposure therapy, though. And, like, I'll, I'll, like, listen to it more. And it's, like, gotten, I've kind of gotten over that, like, hurdle. But, like, I don't know. It's so weird. And it's, it's such so a sad. good song. Yeah. yeah. She does the talking thing, too, at the end where she's yeah. like, I like your beer. Uh-huh. So I wish, I wish I didn't listen. I wish I listened to something in the orange after my dog died. Because, honestly, that would give me more reason <laughs> to hate on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then... 
then another another song that reminds me oh that that was ruined um it's a boy genius song called antique curse and i actually love this song however it's one of those songs that hits too close to home that i can't mm, listen to it so right. this the song is about drowning and then she sort of um questions whether she should like swim back to the shore just because she can and it's kind of ruined for me because two years ago me and my friend Ansley we drowned <laughs> it's actually a funny story guys so <laughs> me and Ansley we it was on spring break and we skinny dipped in the Charleston ocean oh wow it was it was actually like one of the greatest moments of my life and we like swam out whatever we're like literally we have like our bathing suits in our hand I think and I was kept telling her, I was like, we should go out further. We should go out further. Like, I'm sort of, we're playing like chicken with each other. Yeah. And at some point we went out way too far and we couldn't see the shore. And my friends actually called 911 because they couldn't find us. <gasps> oh my God. And it was so bad. And I remember like it occurred to me that like I may not make it back to shore, which is, which is very strange. But um, the waves were getting so big that I literally was like, okay, like I either let go of my dignity and my bathing suit or I like, if I let go, I can hold on to my bathing suit, the cute little, like, gorgeous top that I spent so much money on. Yeah. Or I could, like, cover my mouth so, like, water doesn't get in. And, like, <laughs> that was, like, a really, like, hard decision because, like, I actually wow. love this bathing suit. Like, And so I ended up throwing it away. And I, like, covered my mouth so water wouldn't get in. And eventually some surfer uh, came out and, like, rescued us. And, like, me and Ansley are, like, with our little butts out on the board, like, paddling, like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like so it was so funny and my friends were so pissed off because like we got back to, there were cops at the shore and we were just like floating in the water naked like <laughs> like literally like hiding it was so like it's a really funny story but something like I I always I can't listen to Boy Genius just because like I don't want to be reminded of like the fact that like just it was so humiliating the experience yeah I don't even care that I drowned I just hate that a cop might have seen my butt and that a surfer saw, like, my bare butt on his board. <laughs> so, that um, is an insane story. No, I know. I was, like, I was telling him, I was, like, I don't want to get on your board. Like, I'm, like, butt naked. And he was, like, no, don't worry about it. Like, I won't look. Just get on it. And I was, like, no. Like, I need, like, I was, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know if I'd ever be able to go back to that beach. I actually did last year. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Exposure therapy. Yeah, yeah exposure therapy again. It was a blast. We okay. didn't make the same mistake. We went in very low tide. Okay, that's good. And we brought our own surfboards. It was me, my friend Isabel, and we all went surfing. And it was a blast. So Dang. new memories. That was okay, that's what good. we said. We were like, new memories. Okay, we love making a new memory <laughs> exactly. to Exactly, replace the bad, horrible ones. All right, let's make another new memory. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're on a first date, and you have control of the music in the car. Okay. What are you playing? I'm going to play A&W by Lana Del Rey. Oh. And this is why. And this is why. Not because I... Not because I want to impress the other person, but because it's a test. Oh. I once, yeah, I, I once um, had, I played, we were going to like a date night, and I, me and all my friends were in the car, and there was a guy I liked in the back, and I played A&W, and he was like, turn this off, whatever, play Lil Baby, or whatever. I don't even know what, and I was like, oh my gosh, if you can't appreciate this song, like, I, I don't, I can't continue this yeah it's over <laughs> it's over exactly so I think that's just a little test you know what I mean that's genius yeah or like honestly I'll play a very devastating like Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers mm -hmm. and if they tell me like if they just I'll test them with my favorite like female musicians and if they have anything else to say other than like compliments um and great things to say then it's over they're done they're done what are what's yours but would you go like a romantic route with this song or like what what's the vibe my instinct was Are You Bored Yet by Wallows and Claro. Oh, that's a good one. That's, I, that's fun. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's and it's kind healthy. of maybe. <laughs> no, I feel like it's just very surface level, you know? I yeah. like that answer better. Yeah. Uh, very smart. It's not very, it's not healthy. Like. Uh, well, now I kind of want to do that. <laughs> yeah, you, have, you know? have to test them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you can, you can put on like Jason Aldean if they start singing along. Like you have to get, Run. get, rid, get rid of them. If we have any Jason Aldean fans, that is so okay. We're just kidding. We're not sorry. <laughs> this is not the podcast for you. We need to go away. <laughs> you make me laugh. You're <laughs> what is the most inspiring song, in your opinion? Everybody Lost Somebody by The Bleachers. But mm. this song was amazing. 
And then they released an album, which was live from Radio City Music Hall, and it had all of, like, the... Like, it, it just sounded like live music. Yeah. And I love when artists release, like, the, like the live soundtrack, and yeah. you hear them give a little monologue before yeah. or whatever. Like, I don't know why, because I'm too. so jealous of everyone that was at that concert. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if I just, like, close my eyes and listen to it, like, I'm kind of, like, transported there. Yeah. But that, I think, is one of the greatest, uh, most inspiring songs, because it... It has a new take to grief that I think a lot of songs are missing. Usually when you think of grief, you think of, like, I don't know, depression, sadness, all mm-hmm. those horrible things. But this song is sort of like, hey, it's okay. Someone else is feeling the exact way that you are, and they got through it. Don't worry. Go have a conversation and, like, see what you have in common. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And so it's it's very reassuring. Um, yeah. It's a great song. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's good to have songs like that that change your mindset about yeah. something bad. That's why, like, I was always, like, jealous growing up of, like, the um, the Hispanic community celebrates, like, Dia de los Muertos. Yes. And I thought it was so cool because, like, I've always associated death with grieving. And while I'm sure that they do, they sort of celebrate it. Mm-hmm. And th- this song is the closest thing to that for me. I don't know. That's the best analogy I've ever heard. Is it? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to listen to these songs. <laughs> okay. You need a walkout song. Mm. What would it be? Um, 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 that's a good question. Paparazzi by Lady Gaga. Yes. I Correct think, answer. Or like Love Game. Love mm. Game. By, just a Lady Gaga song. Yeah. But I think Lady old, Gaga. Her old stuff. Yeah. I also think it'd be kind of dope, though, to like walk out. It's like a really sad song. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I. <laughs> like she's, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Just because I listen to Phoebe Bridger so much, like, yeah. I think it would be kind of awesome to walk out to, like, when the speed came. Oh. It's like, just like a horribly okay. sad song. Yeah, right? you really shut the crowd up. Exactly. Like, they're only looking All, at you. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe in confusion, but that's okay. <laughs> what song do you associate with the best moment or the best trip of your life? We were just having a conversation mm-hmm. about this. We were. Um, so I have two answers. The first one is Ribs by Lord. Um, so... With I have a really good group of friends at home. I mm-hmm. love them so much. Daisy, Aaron, Alexis, Lydia. Am I missing Aaron? Did I miss anyone? No. Kyle Bot, you're in there too. Um, <laughs> my group of friends. I was the first one to leave for college, and so the the night before we left, um, we were driving around in Aaron's Jeep, like roof down, and we were playing Ribs by Lord, and all of us were like crying because we didn't want like our normal like. I don't know. We were so used to hanging out with each other every day. We were so unsure of what our friendship would look like once one of us left the state of New Jersey. Mm. And that was, like, not to say, like, main character moment, because I think that's kind of cringy, but, like, Lord songs are just very main character. And, um, yeah, we were all just sobbing, holding each other. We just came back from, like, doing graffiti all over the, like, the beach and the rocks. Like, it was was very teenager, like, dirtbag moment. Um... I think you need a movie about your life because <laughs> I didn't do that stuff. <laughs> no, my town, every time, like, when I was in high school, I was kind of like, oh, my gosh, I wish I lived in these cool areas for, like, all these people and, like, the movies do. And then I started telling people stories about, like, what me and my friends would do in high school. Like, I have so many. And people are like, yo, you live, like, in a really cool place. And yeah. I've started to realize that now. And I'm grateful because I honestly wouldn't want – I like, I would not trade – my high school years and like living in the Jersey Shore for anything. Yeah, it sounds awesome every yeah. time you talk about it. Yeah, I wish I lived in Marietta. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I love Marietta, but very different vibe. Yeah, from the very different Shore. vibe. Very different yeah, vibes. Yeah, let's say that. Okay, you said you had another one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, the best trip of my life was this summer. Um, me and Riley, we went to the Cannes Film Festival and. Oh my gosh. It was it was the greatest trip ever, but there was one song that I was listening to. Um, it was me, my friend Suze, my friend Shannon, my friend Carrie, my friend Sierra. I don't know where you went. Th- I think you were with Maya and Piper. Mm, okay. Where did, where did you go that day? Ez? Yes. Okay, so they went to Ez, and I was at Billionaire's Day with a couple of my friends oh, and friends. Yeah. And my friend Savannah, she has like a really, really good playlist. Um, and she just... I don't know what the exact songs were, but me and my friend Suze were acting like all the French women. Like, we took off our shirts and we're, like, <laughs> jumping off cliffs in France. And, like, it, just any song that you would associate with studying abroad was definitely on that playlist. Um, and so it makes me very happy. 
And then there's another song. It's called You and I by Ingrid Michaelson. Mm. And it's literally, it just says, oh, let's get rich and buy our parents' home in the south of France. Let's get rich and knit everybody nice sweaters and teach them how to dance. Let's get rich and build a house on the mountain making everybody look like ants. Let's get rich, you and I, you and I. And this was like the last day of getting ready to go out in Cannes. And I was listening to the song. And I don't know when, like, I, me and you will definitely be back at Cannes one day. And I was listening. Yeah, I was We will. We will. We will. We will. And I was listening to the song because it just talks about a future of living in the south of France and how she knows it's going to happen. And so I remember, like, getting ready. And I was less sad. And I was just more so, like, looking for, like, I was really grateful. The song made me so grateful for the experience. And then I was just looking forward um, to the next time I'm there. Because I do uh, I do want to get rich in the south of France yeah. and knit everybody nice sweaters yeah. and teach them how to dance. If you play the cards right, this song's about you. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. What what song? I feel like we have similar answers. Yeah. Uh, mine's also going to be from Cam. Mm-hmm. Probably Drop, Stop, Roll by yeah. Rainbow Kitten Surprise. I mean, oh, yeah. It's just so good. Rainbow Kitten Surprise is underrated. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I once saw a beautiful man in the gym wearing a rainbow kitten surprise shirt. And then he's I a turned keeper. around. I know, I literally turned around and he just disappeared. No! <laughs> like, Maybe he was an angel. No, he literally uh, <laughs> he just gone. Disappeared he just, he really in dust. Wow. Oh, yeah. Just something, one of our friends, Savannah, yeah. she is known for having good playlists. Yes. She needs to be on here. Yes. But she played this song at least five times a day, mm-hmm. and it was always when we were doing something exciting. When we were in Paris for a weekend, yeah. we were getting ready to go out to go to the Louvre, and she played the song. Yeah. Or it when... was sort of like a connective tissue through yes. every, excite- every exciting event that was happening towards the end of the trip. That's the most perfect way to say it. Thank you. I, yeah, I'm going to end that one there. I don't um, know. Also, on the last the last night of our can trip, um, everyone on our study abroad, so it, was, it was a really unique group because some of us, like Riley and I, were sophomores, and we had two more years left at the University of Georgia. But some people, it was genuinely like their last night as UGA students. And yeah. they were going to New York City the next day or Los Angeles to like start their corporate careers. Yes. And so that last night, Savannah uh, curated like this very like emotional playlist. And all of us just like sat on the beach in Juan Le Pen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so French. I know. <laughs> and we all just like kind of cried and hugged each other. And I think... I think the playlist was, like, very, like, Harry Styles. Um, yes. I think there was, like, A Little Freak by Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Like, what what else was on that? She played, like... The most gut-wrenching songs. Yeah, yeah. I think there was Coldplay on there, honestly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we needed to be humbled. <laughs> we, we... <laughs> it was it was crazy, too, because I remember being like, oh, like, I'll see you back at Georgia. And, like, with Dania and Darius, I was like, oh, my gosh, I do I not know the next time. I won't see you. Like, it's not... It is a see you later, but it's like, but when? It was so sad, you know? Yeah. It's the end of a month-long era of just living yeah. a life that's carefree and fun all the time. That was, like, not reality at all. At all. At all. Um, and honestly, I need, to, I need to go back. I love, I love not being in reality. Yes. Like, just... I miss being delusional. Exactly. That's, <laughs> no, exactly. That was a great time. Mm. All right. The final question. The final boss. So no pressure, but make it a good one. I'm scared. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't be. It's okay. Your life is turned into a movie, but it can't be released until you pick the title track. What is okay. it? Um, definitely a Lord song. Mm. Main character moment? Yeah. I hate saying main character moment, but that's honestly the only way to describe her yeah. music. And she, I will say, Lord is one of the best songwriters, singers of our, of ever, ever, because she... You know, like, the songs that, like, are so good, but they also have the most devastating lyrics, and you don't even realize it? Yes. Like, Ribs, for instance. Like, you just want to dance when you hear it, but if you think about it, it's like, oh, my gosh, she's so scared of getting old, she's having an existential crisis. I think that kind of sums up who I am. Mm -hmm. Like, on the outside, I'm very, like, bubbly and, like, happy, but, like, inside, like, I'm just, like, overthinking and super stressed out. So definitely a Lord song. Uh, Maybe A World Alone by her. Okay. Because I could tap my foot to it. And also, like, I could dance to that and also cry to it. You Those know are I mean? the best title tracks. Exactly. Wow. Oh, we're at the end. 
That was so much fun, yeah, though. Thank it, you it feels for like, having me. Are you kidding? <laughs> I can't think of someone who would have been a better first guest. Like, <laughs> the answers were so good and so heartfelt. And thanks for being vulnerable with me. Of course. Thank you for asking really yeah. insightful questions. It's cool to think of sort of every era of my life um, in the different songs I listen to at the moment. Yeah. It was very reflective. It's really fun. Yeah. I always I always do, like, the... Um, the Spotify raps, like when I was prepping for this, I went to like my Spotify raft of like 2019. That was disgusting because it was just all <laughs> country music. But like, oh. it was cool to like sort of like travel back in time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, thank you. Oh, anytime. Okay. I'll see you in class. On I'll Wednesday. see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>